They've waited a decade for this. But the Mariners surely now are heading to the grand final. Yes, hi, hey, hello, g'day, and welcome to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. This week, we look forward to the big dance. We look back to our victory over Adelaide again, three, three times on the bounce. And of course, as always, we answer your questions. I'm Pete, and I'm joined by Jimmy, Josh, and Morrow. Hello, fellas. Hello, how are you? Hello. This cast is star-studded. It is absolutely <laughs> packed here. Um, yeah, wow. Rolling, uh, rolling back the years, Jimmy. Long time no see. Mate, it's an absolute pleasure to have you uh, next to me. The last Cut. pod I was on never got released. Didn't it? Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's make sure this is this thing on. Is this thing mm. actually recording? Let's hope so. Let's dive right into it, as we always do, with Fred's question. Fred this week asks... How do you think the clubs have handled the lead-up to the grand final? I'll let the old man talk first. <laughs> Are you going backwards? You don't confuse me. Um, I don't know if they have handled it yet because it's only Tuesday of the grand final week, so there's plenty of time left for, you know, more good news stories. So I have enjoyed the fact that there's been plenty of Mariners news, but most of it has been coming out of the A-League and keep-up, to be honest. But more to it, please. Happy with that. And uh, so they should do some more. There was a bit of whinging from Melbourne City fans early in the oh, week. Oh, God. That there was a lot of aftermath discussion about our game with Adelaide. But is that really surprising when they had such a crap game, crap crowd, crap result, played a walk-in-the-park game against a team with no men? Mm. Um, who cares what happened in that game? So, yeah, fair play. Talk about our game. Sorry for playing exciting football. Yeah, how dare we? <laughs> and having a feel-good story as well. You know, we've got the youngest average age. How many, you know, previous academy players that have come through as well versus some oil money juggernaut machine? <laughs> McFranchise. Plastic franchise. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say sorry for my laryngitis. I've, I, like, I couldn't talk for two weeks. And laryngitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. Oh, mate, <laughs> if you were a City fan, they'd run over you with their four-wheel drives. Okay. That. That's it. <laughs> These oil shakes do that kind of thing, don't they? Yeah, there's yeah. a very loose reference there. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure what you were alluding to. <laughs> That's what they do. Yeah. Seems to be a, a, a little barb thrown by Monty with Jamison announcing his retirement and Monty doing the whole, oh, we don't really care. He, he probably could have announced it after the grand final. Can I, I just thought he had retired. Did he mean yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> No, he just can't get a game. Geordie Boz came in the turn. Yeah. That was the end of that. Fair play. Can I just say on, on Monty's little barbs thrown about over the last couple of weeks, his post-game presser after the Adelaide game, did you guys catch that? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure the APL will be happy that they've got a New South Wales team in the final um, in Sydney. Obviously, Melbourne are going to have to travel. Um, and, 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 yeah, they're going to you know, they're gonna have to bring the fans. They don't have that many fans at home anyway. Melbourne City don't travel and they have no fans anyway. No, they claim they're, they're boycotting, but, you know. <laughs> they've, uh, been they've been boycotting, boycotting all the season. <laughs> yeah. All of their history. 
<laughs> like, let's be honest. The, the grand final should be in Melbourne. Yep, true. It should. And yep. I, yeah. I, I'm going to go ahead and speak for all of us here that we'd probably all do that trip as well. Definitely. <laughs> it's a lot cheaper I'd this try. way. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be down there. Absolutely. Yeah, but, so would I. you know, I'm, it's kind of funny that we're laughing about it now after how vehemently we, we derided the decision and protested it. And I'm still against it. You know, it should be in Melbourne, absolutely. Yeah, but we've already had... I think we've already discussed this on this podcast, but anyone who thinks that they want a boycott, then fair play to them because, you know, this is shit. Um, this game shouldn't be here. The fact that, you know, party hounds like me want to enjoy it, how dare we want to enjoy it? No, <laughs> not really, we're allowed to, but, um, but I don't mind if other people think it's appropriate to boycott because, yes, this game should be in Melbourne. I think I, I'm not going to go into it right now because it's a whole other pod. <laughs> but the grand final is just the tip of the iceberg yeah. when it comes to issues with the APL and how they run run the joint. Um, it's been ongoing for years now, just how poorly managed financially and just decision-making-wise. Everything. Like everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every decision that they make is shite. So you guys are saying you're not keen for the GF party on Friday night? Oh, absolutely We're just going to have four I, people there? I legitimately actively encourage everyone to boycott that if they're going to boycott anything. 100%. But, like, who would have thought six years ago, seven years ago, I think FFA floated the idea of a Sydney-only grand final. Mm. But they, they they floated the idea, just like leaked it and see if shit, you know, stuck or not, and it didn't. So they, well, fuck that. Left it alone. <laughs> yeah. We're not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Who would have thought, you know, FFA would be the lesser of two evils <laughs> out of these two? True. <laughs> but the, we thought the same thing about Fox. Mm. Yeah. And now how are we feeling about that? Yeah, well, that was an APL decision, wasn't it? Well, again. Yeah, they're all mixed up in the same, you know, filthy broth, but <laughs> yes. Yes. How good's hindsight? Too yeah. annoyingly good. That mm. is the problem um, because, yeah, this has gone on across so many things now that we're just wasting our time. We started out uh, at the start of this season. I reckon I started wanting to rant about Paramount pretty much episode one, definitely episode two. And I've been being told the entire season that we would need to, you know, put that at the end and have an entire episode. No, it won't fit in an entire episode anymore. So we're, canc- we're cancelling serial. <laughs> exactly. It has to be a five-part serial. Well, Townsend promised thing. we could pause it and rewind by the end of the season. Mm. Yeah. I've, why? Because he's a lying <laughs> c- <laughs> <laughs> Townsend probably wishes there was a rewind in real life. Like a rewind option. No, he doesn't care. He, doesn't he wouldn't care. care. He does not care what you think. What if we fan. rewound him all the way back out of there again? I, have I been here since our discussion with him pre-Christmas? I don't think no, I have. No, I don't think so. Three f-ing hours with that guy, and he didn't want to answer a straight question. Yeah, that doesn't. Sound uh, I'm going to sound like I'm beating my own drum here, but Pete, mm. did I have to call him out on his bullshit oh, or yeah. not? <laughs> Absolutely, he didn't. Hold back so he either. spent the whole f- three hours talking about money. Until we get to talk about keep up. The question was, how much have you spent on keep up? <laughs> oh, we don't measure keep up in terms of finance, but in times in terms of engagement. But the answer to your question so is it wasn't until half an hour later I said, Look, you spent the whole meeting talking about finance until we get to that. Just give me a straight answer. Stop with the bullshit. Stop with the gaslighting and tell me how much you've spent on it. I'm paraphrasing what I said, but it's pretty close, Pete. It was pretty accurate. It's probably refrained. You've censored oh, no, it yourself I, there, it, I, I think. Yeah. I told him bullshit. Yeah. I said I'm sick of your bullshit. Oh, no, yeah, no, you probably held back there in, in, oh, yeah. from what you actually said. 
fucking probably, robbed me up. He probably didn't know just how many grand final sellouts it, it cost. But I think from memory, isn't it like a grand final sellout and a half or something like that spent on keep up? We can get 20 mil for a grand final. We can spend 30 on keep up. Oh, it wasn't 30. He something said it was like 16. That. 16. So it's only one grand final. But still, like, <laughs> okay, they've budgeted 12 mil for three years and Bayon wanted four to come out. Yeah, I've heard anywhere between four and eight. Like, I know you make some money back on that with ticket sales and whatnot, but still, that's a ton of that money you've just apparently, you know, sold the soul of football for. Get fucked. Yes, I don't disagree with any you of that. You made me angry, Moles. Why did you bring I didn't shit do it. I didn't do it personally. I think I'm sorry, Pete did. I've derailed Pete, this. It was so your anyway, fault. how do we think the clubs have handled the build up to the grand final? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going to be happy this week. As well as they possibly can (laughs) under the circumstances that Jimmy just presented. (laughs) Well, the narrative has been established by A-League Socials, hasn't it? The the plucky underdog against the machine. David V. Goliath. That was season one's tagline. If you Mm -hmm. look at the DVD cover, it says David V. Goliath. Mm. And I'm pretty sure I've seen it on socials in the last week or so as well. Mm. Mm. This is a bit of hollow Goliath, though. It is a very plastic Goliath, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. Look at this. Look at this. Look at it. 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 Let's cast our minds back to last Saturday evening, or not last Saturday, it was Saturday before, Jesus, um, at Industry Group Stadium, Graham Park, of course, the home of Industry Group Stadium. Your Mariners to Adelaide nil 4-1 on aggregate in front of 20,059 fans. Sellout. Absolutely. Can, can you tell me, you might know this, why does Rugby League still hold? The record, yeah, they've got 20,060, which yeah. is technically one over cap. Because so what's cap, going on there? Cap the there cat of the bird in the fucking tower? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Rosie or Hutch, yeah, one of them yeah. was present when the game was played, obviously. So I have no idea. Yeah, no, we'll have to uh, look into that. Yeah, I'll have to edit Wikipedia. <laughs> Report it to work cover because they oversold it. <laughs> Thousand percent, yeah, retrospective fine Clear from danger. 15 years exactly. ago. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. The fine is minus two on the attendance. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Uh, yeah, mostly good night. Good night on the football beach. Um I've got mixed feelings about the crowd, to be honest. It was crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Crazy things happening in there with crowd, like couldn't do anything. Lines back up over the bridge all the way up to Man Street, mm. all the way around the corner from the west side. Sneaky buggers like my brother getting under the under the bridge and shortening that queue. So it, it, I spoke to people. As the march was coming in, I raced ahead to make sure we could get in that special gate for us. What a schmozzle that was. Um, someone was yelling at me saying, I'm not going to move. You guys get fucked because I've been here for an hour. Yeah, they it's were pretty hard, much. hard to blame them. Like, <laughs> no, when they've been no, lining up yeah. I spoke to, I'm not going to say who, but I spoke to someone at the club and said, why didn't you open up the the stairs near the away bay? On drive, yeah. APL wouldn't let them. Because mm, everything's managed by the APL. So yeah. the entire entrance to the stadium was managed by APL that night. Yeah, yeah. like two hours to get into the stadium. That's Come a on. Yeah, I was getting messages from people <laughs> thinking I have a lot more power than I actually do, saying, hey, any chance you can delay kickoff? We're not getting... <laughs> 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 like, I'm just Please announce. Like, what do you want you from take me? Your Please announce. The field. Yeah. It's probably the best you can do. <laughs> announce now that it's delayed. Yeah. Keep <laughs> announcing it until they submit. <laughs> 
turn the lights off. <laughs> turn the light. Yeah, I could have actually. I could yeah. just got the towers to keep strobing. All that flashy <laughs> stuff. Yeah, that flashy stuff's good. We like that. I That's love it. Hey, yeah. When they when they gave us access to the button, I was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm going mental with this. <laughs> yeah, that was a big complaint from people about crowds. But um, once we're in there, what an atmosphere. Mm. What an atmosphere. If you get in there before gates open, it's beautiful. You don't have to worry about anyone. True. Mm. True, but that didn't happen for me. No, in fact, the Yellow Army March, it must have... I had to leave and go to the march, Josh. Those people who ran off ahead to get in left a gap, and so when that gap came, they closed the gates. So the rest of us oh, were, did, were oh. yeah. The rest of us were out in the street there, and so we didn't. Sorry, re- I had to no, no, my we way didn't realise for a while that we'd been cut off from the head of the <laughs> Yellow Army. So I tell you why they did it because there were people just running through our ticket yeah, stand. Apparently, yeah. that was the problem. So they did try and so reopen we had more them than for two, only twenty thousand and fifty nine then. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, they didn't scare my <laughs> membership, so... Yeah. Mine either, so therefore clearly it's 61. 61, yeah. 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 Yes, well done, Mariners. Demand nice a recount. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Release the tapes. Yes, it's on Release the, the real sure. figures. Because yeah. <laughs> mm. they, they did reopen that Yellow Army gate for Yellow Army tickets. Of course, yeah. I didn't yeah. have a Yellow Army ticket, so that didn't work that Why well not? for me. Because I just bought my gold ticket and then barged, my, barged my way into the, into YA territory. Yeah. We had to get the club to um, get security to clear people out because the bay was full while we are still in Kibble Park. Um, it would have been a shit show when we got there. Yeah, it was a pretty, pretty fun night in the bay f- for a lot of people. Uh, it was good to see it so packed out. Uh, Jimmy's giving me a look right now. I, I was pissed off the whole game. <laughs> <laughs> what was your problem? Uh, just um, I got home just as like, well, every time I saw you on TV, you were pissed off. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we cable tied the fence banner to the fence and then halfway through the second half, it's coming up the bay. I saw that. And yeah. I looked down and I mouthed, what the fuck, to one of the guys. <laughs> he goes, do you want me to go get it? I was like, yes. Wow. Well, like the front row, man. Bit of organic fan was, action, eh? Was just ridiculous. They... Yeah, I'm not going to go into it, but they parents need to give them good smack, I think. <laughs> I did uh, note that um, the West Side were particularly bad at the We Sing for Yellow Chance. Oh, it was terrible. Yes. Um, that could have been our fault. Even worse than normal? Yes, it was solid. Yeah, I think East Side's always been the stronger side. With yeah, that even the East Side were quite. Good. Yeah, mm. no, they weren't too good. But it was probably just that we had such a good atmosphere going and such a big crowd there and a noisy crowd as well that maybe they struggled to see and hear us. But, yeah, that was my first time being on the other end and I've heard you guys talk about how crap the <laughs> West Side is and I thought, well, I'm trying on the West Side, but apparently nobody else is. Yeah, it might have been our fault not coordinating the chant better. Mm. Not does, getting their attention. Ta- it does take a little bit of yeah. yeah, a little bit to get going. Um, about 10, 15 minutes in, I received a message and I looked at my smartwatch and it said, Sean. And I said, I can't hear your drum. I thought, you prick. I'm playing this thing as hard as I can. <laughs> and so I was like, I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna hit this thing, you know, harder. You're gonna hear this fucking thing. So I spent the next 20 minutes a bit pissed off about it. Like, come on. <laughs> I'm playing it pretty loud. It wasn't until half time I checked my message and it was from my deaf mate. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Prick. Whoops. <laughs> Got me. Mm. <laughs> cop, that, cop that, Sean. Different Sean. Different Sean. <laughs> 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 oh, that's good. Oh, mate. <laughs> um, that's 
possibly one of the highlights of the first half. Uh, <laughs> it was a few. I didn't, yeah. It's, it's hard to watch the game as well when you're in my position. It is, yeah, it is. But um, my highlight from the first half, Tulio. Oh, oh my, my God. God, stop it. <laughs> Warland is still there on the pitch. This is Tulio. Oh. No idea. No idea where the ball went. We went um, We went and had a bit of an after party um, with some of the staff and coaching staff at Baker Street after the game and – they were still talking about it. Like, oh. that was absolutely outrageous. Is he retired now? The <laughs> Warland. Warland. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he has should to be. Yeah. He's gone with Taylor Regan <laughs> after Miller. After Miller, <laughs> Miller screwed him <laughs> <laughs> last year. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd be questioning my life choices if that happened to me. Oh, 100%. <laughs> like, you can just freeze frame that. Well, I mean, if it was uh, not live, you could freeze frame it anyway. Yeah. Thanks, Paramount. You could rewind um, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and pinpoint the exact moment where he just gives up on yeah. life. Yeah. On the whole. If I was Tulio and he's still playing with us next year and that the upcoming fixture, mm. I'll just mail Adelaide <laughs> that, you know, still frame. Still frame, yeah. Balls up in the air. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's a serial offender though. Like he was not – it wasn't just that. There was a moment where he was taking the piss out of three of them near the sideline. Yeah. I think oh, that yeah. might have been second half actually. Yeah. Right at the start of the half I think it was. Yeah, but so he's doing this. And there was one – a couple of – I don't know. We play Adelaide every week at the moment. But it, <laughs> when, we, when we played against Adelaide recently in Adelaide, then he did this step over pass in the one move. Um, he's just got this bag of tricks. He keeps pulling out another one. What's coming on Saturday? Hopefully a winning goal. Yeah, yeah how That'd about a free nice. kick in Another the top corner? Goal. That'll, that'll do me. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I don't care if it's a tap-in, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, agree. Mm. He's a big game player, so I think I think he's going to have a good game on Saturday. So do I. I, I think, think he's that, necessarily a big game player. I think he's an anytime game player. Yeah. He seems to he's, be. He's, he's just, just been on this incline all year where he's got better and better yeah. and better and he's getting to the ridiculous stage now. And I think Monty said when, you know, when he when he came in he wasn't quite fit, his family wasn't here, he, you know, obviously visa players take some time to adjust as well and he is the absolute epitome of that. Do you feel like that's to do a better cohesion with the team or it's all a solo effort from him? His improvement or the team's improvement? Uh, his improvement. Well, I think the team improvement comes with him mm. because, you know, before um, Garang left, mm. um, he wasn't as prominent after Grang left, you know, we had that dip because mm. he worked well with Grang, mm. but he wasn't his own sort of man, I guess. Tulio. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was coming off the bench a lot and he was still maybe struggling a bit with fitness. He, he didn't have a full preseason either. Mm. He came in uh, what, a couple of weeks before the season started. So. so we had a five-game slump post-January, didn't we? Or something like that. And I think since he's turned the form on since then, you know, we've – yeah, Keep I think coming. the whole the whole yeah. team's turned the form on though. They're they're all sorting sort of starting to feels like they're tapering upwards and peaking at the Especially right time. Especially defending. Like oh. our defence has improved since I just that. realized what else happened in January. We offloaded some uh some stinky players. Yeah, we, we made some great acquisitions that <laughs> exactly. we've, we've spoken about over the last few weeks as well. Oh, oh. Gary. Sean Sean Millican <laughs> and I were laughing about this so hard after the game as well, just going what a deal. I know. Like, honestly, how, how, how do the Jets let him go? Oh. How do the Jets play someone like Jason Hoffman ahead of him in the first place? Yeah. And then just go, yeah, no worries, go up the road. <laughs> what a gem. Oh. It totally fits, though. This has been Monty's methodology. Mm. Find gems that aren't even – they're, they're so far from being a gem that they haven't even been pre-cut, let alone Can cut. I, I'd like to – next time <laughs> I want to ask Monty how he found McGarry. Yeah. 
if, if I'm not on, can you ask that for yeah, me? Yeah, good shit. No, that's a good but, but look at his look at his style there. Someone was going through this, and maybe I've already said it on this podcast, but a goalkeeper who hadn't really played for two years and was uh, a little rusty, a right back who we didn't really want, um, to be frank, um, a central... And by way, you mean a lot of the fans. Yeah. But whereas yeah. the coaching staff were... Well, the current coaching staff wanted him, but when, when he came back, we all had to be convinced of it and eat humble pie and all of that stuff. There's a lot of that going around at the moment. Exactly. Then we got a 19-year-old kid who's never played in the A-League that we um, stick in the central defence, for, which is a man's position, you know. We stick a kid in there, mm. notwithstanding his size. We put a him next to... A 19-year-old too. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not touching it. Then uh, we get a, a bloke from the South Pacific who is getting his first pro contract at the age just a couple of years younger than me. Then, <laughs> then and we put in Faz, who is another kid from a local school. And then we get a bloke from someone else's dustbin and bring him here. And he's an absolute revelation. Which one of those six that I've just named has not been an absolute re revelation? They all have. What right did Monty have to think when he thought up that five mm, that yeah, that true. five was going to succeed this year? Mm. They've mm. turned out to be, you know, probably arguably the best defensive end. You could argue that. But but at the start, how did you envisage that? I yeah. mean, Monty's mm. a magician. Like I'd, I'd, I'd tend to agree with that. Um, and I think we'll... Might come back to that a little bit later as well, but um, yeah, Caltech and Triantis absolutely sold as a rock on Saturday Fantastic. night. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Caltech has gotten better over the season. Has, At the start, yeah. mm. especially pre-season, I was like, what have we signed here? Mm. But Storm owned Goodwin in this game. Oh, all three games. Yeah. All yeah. three games. And we talk about the Fazanir and Kunda battle. The Storm and Goodwin battle was just as good. Yeah. Yeah, it was quietly going on over there. Didn't have anything spectacular about it. Didn't get in the narrative so much. So you know, and, you that, know. and that's the sign of a defender doing his job. Yeah, perfectly. Yeah, mm. like you didn't notice him, but you didn't notice Goodwin at all. No, I'm still not sold on Benny. I don't, I don't care what anyone says. I know he played well end of last year, but he's not for me. <laughs> you can you watch him. It'll be for him when he scores the winner on Saturday. Yeah. Remember that left? Remember that left foot crack he scored last year? Which From one? outside the box, I was yeah. going to say. Yeah, curling into the top few, left. Yeah. He's still trying to replicate that and not getting anywhere near it. Uh, see, I don't measure Benny in goals. And, in fact, I measure Benny no, less in goals than any of the other attacking options that we have. In fact, what Benny brings to this team that I don't think anyone else does, but tell me who else does, maybe Nears is the next best thing, is when Benny gets on the ball, then he runs in circles for five seconds and during that five seconds the entire opposition all fall back onto their own top of the box our blokes have all moved forward he's just used that time kept the ball and then lays off an easy pass to somebody and we does build, he though and we build with five I, or ten I, I, benny I, falls over ten. a lot and his positioning isn't the best yeah, either. No, i don't agree with that i don't agree that benny falls over benny takes the role of being that person who brings us out of defense and because of that then he loses the ball sometimes so i have noticed that one or two people don't like that benny loses <laughs> it but they also wouldn't like it like who else would perform that role well someone else obviously in our Make team, another because it isn't sammy it isn't tulio it isn't cummings it isn't it's nears if anyone who can control that ball hold on to it make sure we don't lose it for long enough that we can then move forward i don't know which is one of the most i'm going we're going to have to disagree on this one we are because you're not i'm sure there's shades agree. of both in there in his game 
Like I believe what you're saying happens, but you got to see it from my side too. <laughs> oh, I see that Benny loses the ball um, probably more often than others, but per um, possession, then I think he's positioning street, as well. Streets in front of some of the unless he's worked because the, the positioning I'm thinking of was the first half of the season and it was not good. Oh, I'm not suggesting so that every single this year. game Benny's been absolutely perfect. But if I have a look at how many goals, Pete? Do you know how many? Seven. So seven goals from a – he's not a striker. No. So he's still scoring seven goals. Benny would be in my team. <laughs> Just not but for I'm me. Happy he's not my disagree. player. I'm happy to agree to disagree. I, I right. want him to prove me wrong this weekend. I'd be happy for him to do that this weekend, 100%. I think he's done that a couple of times already for us, though. And we if he does, prove if wrong. he scores a goal this weekend, then Luke can get a haircut like Maresh. <laughs> no, no, we're not making that bet again. <laughs> he can not going a, down this road. He gets that haircut. He, uh, anyway. he owes us. He exactly. owes us big time. Exactly. He gets something else if Benny scores. I was going to suggest something else, but I won't He's already named his firstborn after him. <laughs> I suppose that's legit. Yeah, fair enough. I was going to yeah. uh, suggest a blood donation. <laughs> a blood donation? Yep. Yeah. Who's going to get the blood? I think out we all him? should do it. I'm up for it. Okay. <laughs> there we go. We're going to do it. Let's ben, promote it. If Benny scores. If um, Benny scores, we get blood donations. Yeah, we give blood, yes. Donate yeah, blood. Okay. okay. My, mine might need a few weeks to settle down after the grand final, though. <laughs> was probably going to get 40 proof. What's wrong with that? I love that. <laughs> be nice and uh, sterilised at least anyway. <laughs> uh, first half, very few chances, particularly for Adelaide. Uh, with Clough hitting the post with their only real chance of the first half. Second half was where the magic happened. Two goals in four minutes. Uh, firstly to Sammy Silvera, uh, Jason Cummings providing the assist on this one. Doing a hard work out wide. I love Niz's involvement in this goal. The tenacity to win the ball back off Kitto, I think it was. And in, in the Keep Up documentary that I watched, you can see Kitto's face go, oh, oh no, when he loses the ball. Pinpoint... Uh, ball from Niz to Cummings and Cummings just runs past. Was it Warland again that got schooled? <laughs> he got schooled <laughs> about was. three or four times on the night and then Sammy's in the right spot after making a good run and taps home. How good. Scenes. I'm with Josh on this. Josh, uh, Nisbet's involvement in this was rather large. Um, who was that clown from Adelaide? He was forgettable. <laughs> who? Warland? Um, no, no. Kiddo? Kiddo, kiddo. He, he was literally crying because he tried to feign, you know, I was fouled here, but that lasted at least a millisecond. You could see that cross his mind, but then after that he just realised that he'd been beaten, beaten by a better man. Yeah, so. and then Warland dives in for no real reason on Cummings and then Cummings has got almost, what, half the pitch to run into and Sammy makes, the you know, that run from wherever he came from. I think Sammy came from a, a pretty decent... Distance away to tap home. So. Did he have a? Did he have any possession earlier? Don't know, can't think about that. But Sammy had done the hard work to get there. Mm. The Cumdingo beautifully positioned it for him. Could have been a bit of a shank, was it? Nah, too good. Perfect. No. Okay then. It was alright. Right. It went in, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Shanks are the you know. Cummings after the game saying that he felt like Josh had a car running down the wing there as well, putting on the afterburners going going past his man. It's obviously really bought into the uh, the Australian culture of the footy. rugby league footy, yeah. The speed of the man. Not usually his position out there, but it's good to see him make the run. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. And to use a bit of that guile to go around um, Wall and that, that which is And happening. Benny laying on the ground. 
Benny was laying on <laughs> he the was. <laughs> he was too. And I bet you they thought that that was going to be a reason why the game would stop as Yeah, well. I thought the VRA was going to call that back and say he was offside of some shit. But, yeah, that's only because we're... Interfered with play. Exactly. We're used to the yeah. VAR turning things over for no good yeah. reason. So, yeah, I, I see where you Just imagine one of the there. defenders running into him by accident. <laughs> Accident. It's a wonder Ryan, Ryan Kiddo didn't run straight at him <laughs> after he was dispossessed. I think he was still on the ground. <laughs> yeah, he was. Back play. He was. He's still there. Um, Marco Tullio getting the second four minutes later. And I love the co- coverage on Paramount I was about to for this one as well. Carl Beard's Picture in picture, just looking so, so sad. <laughs> one and could it wasn't going to get it any better for him, was it? <laughs> one, one could say he's, he was forlorn. Possibly. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. Tulio again, just showing you know his his skill to get past Wallen again. Was it was it actually Wallen again that was on the turf that Tulio got past? I think it uh, might have been again. I'm starting to feel sad for Wallen. <laughs> don't. don't. Okay, it's over now. And then Tulio's ball across the area gets deflected. Gorsi makes a decent stop, but the finish that finish is hot because that was not an easy finish Tight. on the on the angle. How does Gauchi make the team of the year? Oh. Didn't Adelaide concede like 50 goals? Apparently it's because, because he made heaps of saves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From, I'm told. Cool, so he did part of his job. Yes. Yeah, I don't But know. how many times did he pick it out of the net? Yeah. That's the st- key statistic that's not working for him. Pains me to say it, but I'm probably going Lawrence Thomas, Lawrence Thomas there. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Mm. Definitely close, but no, it didn't end all that well. Whereas didn't start as well for Vukas, but ended well. Ended, and it's going yeah. to end yeah. still ending well. Pre World Cup was yeah. not very good. Getting beat at your near post a number of times. Mm. 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 Yes, yeah, so you definitely had a bit of early rust there, but mm. has now come back to where he belongs. Well, let's talk about the PFA team of the year, of course. That was announced uh, during the week. Five Mariners in the squad there with uh, Joshy Nisbet, who swept the awards night at uh, the Mariners medal the other week. And Brian Kaltak in his first season of professional football also uh, getting into the starting 11 of that team of the year. Uh, the other Mariners in the team of the year on the bench there, Jason Cummings, Marco Tullio and Nectar Triantis. I, I agree with the team pretty much. I thought it was pretty pretty spot on. Yeah. All right then. <laughs> All right. <fair> enough. <laughs> what did you disagree they with? They back three, didn't they? What did you disagree <laughs> with, Moz? I'm trying to find a way. Was, Sammy wasn't in there, was he? I'm trying to find a way to fit Sammy in there because for me. Gorsi, Boss, Caltac. Can you stop saying Gorsi? Gorsi, Gorsi. upsetting me. What is, what is his name then? <laughs> Isn't it Gauchy? How was Gauchy? he so bad with us and then goes to Adelaide and makes team of the True, year? True, but then Glover was bad too. And Izzo as well. And Izzo as well. Mm. He's still bad. Yeah. So from, from back to front, of course, Joe Go <laughs> Joe Gauchi. That's Gorsi. Gorsi, Gauchi, whatever. Uh, back three of Jordan Boss playing as a left centre back there, even though he's played as a full back all year. Uh, Brian Kaltak and uh, from the favelas, oh, Marcelo. Marcelo. Is he from the favelas? Mm. Allegedly. Yeah. Um, midfield court How many red cards did he get? Uh, two or three? Three, three I think. Three. Yeah. He makes team two, of the year. Two. Well, Caltech got three. That's true, but they weren't deserved. So the coach of the one year, of though, was. surely oh, is Monty. Yeah, one was, but... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe oh, maybe, what? maybe a, PFA that, coach of the year, but yeah, oh, we'll come back. Oh, and, okay. um, midfield quartet of Matthew Leckie on the left, Aiden O'Neill on the right, okey-doke, uh, and... Put Triantis in instead of Caltech. 
<laughs> Callum Newenoff and Josh Nisbet uh, in the centre of the uh, park. Them pair for sure. And a uh, striking triumvirate of Craig Goodwin, James McLaren and Brandon Borello. So Borello obviously had a very strong close to the season, but how he gets in there ahead of Cummings is beyond me. I'll cop that, but I can't, I can't say that um, Tulio finishing the way he has this season. I'd, I'd say Tulio and, and Borello have both finished very strongly. Yeah. That's yeah. I, I can't see how it's because Tulio wears a Mariners badge on his shirt. How the tapping merchant gets in there? Just saying. Sorry. I know that's you know bad politics and bad form. It's hard to hard to keep out the the league's golden boot though. And sure, he's a tapping merchant and everything like that, but he scores goals. Does his job. <laughs> what more do you want? Yeah, I never vote uh, for forwards as the man of the match. No, you never voted that, that for me at right back mean. either. I will. You're starting to <laughs> When are you playing right back? <laughs> it annoys me how, well, Niz isn't attacking, but, you know, if you score, you usually get man in the match, don't you? Mm. But that's fantastic to see Niz get the recognition he deserves as well there. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And Hoff is worth it. Like, Hoff is worth it as well, yeah. You, yeah. you think Maxi Ballard has, has been so unheralded and underrated this year as well, but Newenhoff's been, mm. has been so has. good there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would have so had Triannis. I would have had Triannis as uh, one of the back three there as well. Agreed. Yeah, mm. I think that's probably a fair call. I mean, it's maybe my yellow tinged glasses, but whatever. I think Aidan O'Neill isn't he more of a late form as well? No, he's been solid uh, all season. Solid, but really started to add the goals at the end, which has for me flipped him to being in contention. Before that, he was just once he added goals, he was going to Europe for sure. So I think he's off in the off season. Almost certainly. Mm, Again, so. didn't he go there before? Europe. Mm. Mm. Came from there. Yeah, yeah we brought him back from Burnley. Yeah, it was us of all. Is that Burnley? Yeah. Oh, Burnley as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It was Tottenham youth and then went to Burnley and then came to us or something. Yeah. I think. yeah. 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 Um, on the bench of that, of course, Lawrence Thomas, who, as I said, would probably have been my first pick as uh, goalkeeper there. Jason Cummings, Marco Tilio. Jay O'Shea, Marco Tullio, Curtis Good, and Nectar Triantis. Curtis Good. Curtis Good. Interesting. It's not too bad. It's a very left mm. left uh, left of field pick. I would have had Zawada on the bench, I reckon. Yeah, but who do you take out as an attacker? Yeah. Because then you've got to drop Cummings, Tullio, or Tullio. Play 12. <laughs> well, we're talking about the bench there. <laughs> Just put more people on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, Okay. Uh, according to the PFA, the captain of the squad. You guys want to have a guess? McLaren? No. It is the player that receives the most votes from their peers uh, is named captain. Not easy. No. Mm. Lecky? No. Godwin? No. What? Mm. Jordan Boss? He has been good. So he picked up the most votes from uh, from his peers there. Okay. He's been good all year. He has. All yep. season. Yep. And that move to Westeros or Westerlo or whatever it's called. Westeros. Westeros. <laughs> <laughs> I said that last one as well. Westeros. I love that. Oh, good lord. <laughs> That's some fantasy football for you. Yeah, that is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's <good>. Mystic stuff. Who are a listening way? Ute, they? OSK, Ubofei, Oddcast Bay. Sunday afternoon at Plume Park, your Central Coast Mariners Academy got back to winning ways. 
a 4-2 win over uh, MacArthur Bulls Academy. Couldn't happen to a nicer club uh, after being 2-0 uh, down uh, just before halftime. Absolute rocket to Aiden Hammond, followed by an absolute thunderbastard by Jordan Segretto. Um, put us on level peggings at halftime. A header from Aiden Hammond gave us a go-ahead goal. And then uh, Lockie Bayless to finish off the route there. Lads, thoughts? Don't look at me. <laughs> How good? <laughs> I'm too busy to follow Academy, sorry. I, I follow them, but I'm too busy to be at their games at the yeah. moment. But um, I hear that the commentary was star-studded in this. So. No, it was horrible. Oh, it was horrible? Um, okay. If you're going to watch a replay, of course, it is live and free. Um, well, well, it's not live at the moment because it's already in played, but uh, it is Can free you rewind it? To, you can rewind wow. and you can Pause. watch replays on demand. Wow. Um, to MPL.tv. And it's free. And it's totally free. So Does that wow. happen? Do those make sure replays you... go up straight away after the game? Yeah, they do. Wow. Yep, yep. And wow. you can watch the replays in real time if you like as well. Fantastic Imagine getting a service technology. like that. Yeah, just that uh, make sure well. that you put it on mute for any games at Plume Park. Mm, Danny, ring up MPL TV. <laughs> Fellas, it is that time to look ahead to the big dance, the final dance for season 22-23 as we head down to Combank Stadium for the A-League Grand Final, taking on Melbourne City. The nerves kicked in yet or what? Um, I've been too busy to get nervous. <laughs> yeah, you've been, you have been busy. I have. You have yeah. been busy. Someone's going to talk about it or you want me to on. just leave that hanging there? Uh, no, I mean, uh, you know, uh, just go for it. organising some colour and, you know. Yes. Yeah, so... Um, the 2008 grand final is still annoying me <laughs> when uh, we're meant to have a big Tifo visual display at our end and we never did. And I looked down the other end and the Jets have got their massive display there. So I want to outdo that. Um, I'm short of money, so I went crowdfunding for it and uh, we raised, mm, I'm going to say 2800 bucks. I think from the fans. The response has been absolutely it's, sensational. I d honestly did not expect that much. I expected, you know, five, six hundred mm. tops. Mm. But um, to get that amount of money from the fans is just crazy. Mm. And, you know, the coast always comes in. The coast always delivers um, when, when it's needed. Um, so, you know, we emptied four stores of their fabric, you know, Spotlight just across the road at Tugra. Gosford, Bennett's Green, Hornsby, um, all up. I'm going to say we've got 240 metres of fabric, uh, 105 flags. Should be getting made up very soon. Three of the big five banners are painted and ready to go. Uh, I'm just going to wait for them to drive, uh, dry. And how many streamers have you got? A thousand streamers? Thousand and two. You've ordered that. Oh, two. <laughs> <laughs> one for me, one for I you. Down the back to six. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I won't go into too much detail of um, of what is planned. Um, but, but if you I hear us, you if you hear us shouting instructions, if you're in any of the active bays or at the northern end behind the goal uh, on Saturday night, if you hear us shouting instructions, please just give us a hand. Help us yeah. out. Yeah. Because they are big banners. Overall, the banners' full width will be twenty-seven and a half meters which, to give some context, the bays are about 14 metres wide each. So that's two bays wide. Um, so we're going to need your help, obviously. So if you see a bit of fabric over your head, don't rip it down. Just hold it there for a couple of minutes. Mm. The players walk out. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know how much more to say, but there's been... It's probably about enough, yeah. Just make sure that you're ready to wave flags and throw, you know, streamers and... 
Yeah. Just yeah. listen listen out. On the it's, night. it's been my life for the last two weeks. <laughs> no, you've done, yeah. And, you know, I've, I've said thank you, you know, publicly and privately, but, you know, on behalf of everyone that knows what you're doing, mate, <laughs> sensational. So thank, thank you. I hope it all comes together. Yeah. Love your work. Mm. Um, and, yeah, again, another heartfelt thank you to everyone who's oh, yeah, chipped in, thank you. donated <laughs> time or money or time and money or whatever it is. Um, a massive shout out to my mum and sisters. Yeah. Um, yeah. For helping, they've um, you know they're the only, they're the ones that always um, support me when I do this these crazy things. Mm. But um, and and Helen and Beverly as well, two um, Mariners fans that got in contact with sewing machines, mm. and they've done a lot of the flags. So massive thank you to them. Of course, it all kicks off seven forty five p.m. this Saturday. Um, I wasn't nervous until maybe today. Earlier today, I think is when. Things started, you know, started feeling something. I don't know if it's mm. anxiety or I don't know. For me, I'm, okay. For me, I, I, again, I'm, I'm more nervous about getting the TIFO working. <laughs> but game-wise, I feel like um, whatever happens, you know, we're champions in my own mind. Mm. What we've achieved this season with the budget we've got, mm. it's just incredible. You know, to finish second, make the grand final – with the way that we're playing, we've already won. Mm. For me, you know. That's so philosophical of you. I like that. <laughs> it's an unusual positive side yeah. of me. I was going <laughs> to say. Who are you? What have you done with Jimmy? <laughs> I would agree with that. I probably won't get nervous until probably the morning of and, you know, maybe once on the bus. Probably start to get nervous when we're heading down there, but yeah, I agree with Jimmy. Any anything that happens happens. I'm fine with it. You know, we've completely overachieved, but doesn't mean I, w- I don't want us to win. I want I want to win a trophy. And Actually, I want, I want that second toilet seat in the office. Well, firstly, I want to get it get us win it, and then put it in the office. I remember. The last one we were in, actually, and the nerves really kicked in. I was I was fine during the week. The nerves really kicked in the night before. And um, I sat there counting and recounting and folding and then recounting and then refolding all the flags and everything that we had. And then um, when it got to a point where I couldn't count anymore, I went to the pub and drank my nerves away. Got rid of some nerves. Yeah. I think it might play I think out a lot pretty of people will do that. It's probably going to play out pretty similarly this year, I think, yeah. I haven't really been Maybe. nervous at all during these games. Because mm. I've had two weeks to deal with it, that's why. Yeah. Well, but I maybe thought I would be nervous going down to Adelaide after losing the last time. Didn't happen. Thought I'd be nervous. I knew we had a beat. Didn't really have time to be nervous before the game oh. or even during the game um, with Saturday night a week ago night so haven't really felt any nerves it's another one it reminds me of the last time we bought the dunny seat here where i just never really felt like it was going any other way and it might be that it's what you're saying jimmy that i am past worrying about whether or not we win or lose i want us to win badly i want us to get what we came for but at the same time like you i feel like we've really achieved a lot this year and standing there watching 20,059 people in that stadium that was enough that was some sort of victory um off the pitch to be honest so so yeah will it be terrible if we lose no we're experienced at losing grand finals we know it better than anyone (laughs) i think there it is it's because you know we've been there for the, the previous one we won't talk about. <laughs> and we've won, you know, we, the last one we won. 
And I think that still sits as a positive thing in our memory. But the kids that were, you know, there's a lot of kids in the bay now that would have been in year one kindergarten mm. last time, <laughs> you know, mm. we're in the final. This is going to mean a lot more to them than it is to us, I think. Which is why we want that win, just to yeah. really, you know, pack. Drive it home, really crystallise it for, exactly. for a lot of these kids and make sure that, you know, the active is big on the day and, um, you know, get these kids coming back next season as well, you know. Because there's a lot In of a that. In a positive way. Yeah, yeah. Blocking yeah. the game. Because yeah. there's a lot of that and it's not just kids. Like I've, I've had a mate who's been coming with me, came with me on Saturday night and he started coming about five years ago and basically taking the piss every game because that's what you had to do unless you, you know, um, valued your sanity. Is a coping mechanism? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, so at the end of this game, like it was such an exciting game, such an exciting atmosphere. At the end of this game, he is literally grabbing me by the shoulders and shaking me and saying, "Listen, I don't care how much it costs. Can you get me a grand final ticket? Get me a grand final ticket." And I'm like, "Dude, are you the same person who was taking the piss out of us last year, <laughs> or the year before, or the year before that, or every year ever?" It's a few of those, um, yeah. and that's what is the impact of this. So, so let's hope that we do drive it home for those people and uh, the rest of us. We, you know, we're, we're, think- we're already built that way. So. Moving away from the off the field stuff, uh, fellas, what are your key matchups on the field? Anyone who goes near Tulio and Tulio. <laughs> Tulio v Tulio, <laughs> yes, the Spider Man meme. I'll be nowhere near each other, but uh, though we can wave to each other from opposite sides of the paddock. But, <laughs> they can um, point at each other like the Spider Man meme. Exa- yeah. yeah, exactly. Fire webs or whatever it is they do. Nectar and Brian versus McLaren. It's going to be a key one. Uh, McLaren doesn't show up for big games. <laughs> Nectar and Brian do well in the six yard box. Um, I, I'll be honest, a bit worried about, like, I know we've got a solid back line, but earlier in the season, all team, all, all teams all had, all they had to do was get someone pacey and run straight at Caltech. And he, he didn't read the ball as well as he does now. So he's reacting a lot. I'm worried Naboo could be that player. I, th- I feel like Naboo's lost a couple of yards of pace, hasn't he? And, well, he's he was coming back from injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know. I think Caltech, as you say, has improved out of sight in terms of his reading of the game and um, and his reactions now that he's probably well better equipped to deal with that than he was five months ago. Yeah. Mm. The midfield battle is pretty vital. I was about to say, if they overload the midfield, because obviously we play Maxi and Nears in midfield, and it worked for us against Adelaide because we always had the spare man. But Melbourne may well look to flood that midfield. Mm. Yeah. Van, <laughs> they can't do much. I feel Van like Van and O'Neill and, O'Neil <laughs> and Barisha are steps up on Adelaide's midfield for sure. So yeah. It's gonna and be... I'd, I'd be more worried about Van der Ven than um, Naboot, for instance, because yeah. for me, there's been a bit of loss of form there, like Pete said. But also, I think Mac, um, the goal machine, uh, McLaren, has. He has sort of been off the pace as well. He's, he's still, you know, put a few away. Yeah, and he's always good for a goal though. Yeah. I suppose, but he has to have been injured because the downturn in his form has just been obvious. Um, but, but yeah, I've, I keep coming back to the same thing that I had said with Adelaide that, yeah, we might struggle to stop them from scoring. Let's face it, they've got a front four that is a soccer who's front four. Yeah. Um, yeah. But... I don't know that they're stopping us. Mm. Um, and uh, you look at them and they managed to score a few goals against nine men 
10 men. <laughs> I don't know. Would have been 11 men probably against Sydney. But they didn't really look that great. They're, they were okay. They got what they needed to get. It was a training run for them. It was a glorified training run. It was, yeah. Honestly, so, so I think we've Sydney had... They're coming up against form. a team that has been playing themselves into great form against an excellent opposition. Yeah. Um, granted, the same opposition repeatedly, but... Um, I think there's been some little bits and pieces that Monty has changed through that. and So the greatest grand final of all time is what you're saying? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I think yeah. it's going to be an awesome game. They can go either way. I think it's a complete 50-50. Who wins and why? But it won't go their way. We do because, I don't know. Because well, of the <laughs> element of synchronicity, it's been 10 years. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. We score more goals from them and we win. Yeah, agree That's with how what usually works, said. isn't it? <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah. I'm going with I'm going with A and B, and also C. I want them to. Realistically, I can't see us stopping them scoring too many goals. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd, it deter- it depends what uh, how we turn up. Mm. You know, there's been games where our players didn't turn up earlier in the season, mm-hmm. but you know we're in form. This Hopefully. is a new Mariners, baby. Yeah. We run hard, we kick big, and we score goals. Kick big, we kick goals. Kick our goals. <laughs> I saw oh that, yeah. God. Yeah, atrocious. Is there a better moment for us to be in for this game? I haven't seen one this season. Like, oh, last weekend. Mm, yeah, don't disagree with that. The only good thing about the two-week break is it's given me time to get this tiffo together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not sure that would be worse, though. Could be a greater moment coming. No, like I said earlier, I was worried about the two-week gap before the original Adelaide semi-final and paid dividends, really. So yeah. We're going to win. That's all that matters. I'm going to have to uh, love you and leave you guys. I've got a family to get back to and uh, some dinner to eat. But I will see you down there if I don't see you before. And, um, yeah, if you want to say hi, come say hi to the guy with the drum. I'll be there giving you tinnitus. <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. Love you. Love you. You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. You boys come up with the good questions. It is, of course, that time of the week where we answer your questions. And, uh, well, thank you all so much, as always, for all your submissions across the various forms of social media there. Uh, quite a bit to get through this week. We'll get through as many as we can, starting with Scotty McGee on Facebook. Scotty says... A huge season with a massive opportunity to bring this home. How confident are you boys and what are the dangers that we need to look for? My God, I'm already dreading the Sunday, Monday and possibly Tuesday hangover. Me too, Scotty. Me too. Yeah, I feel that. Especially if we win. Hangover will still be there on Tuesday if we win, that's for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know how long it's going to go on for, but it's going to go on. Uh, that ties in actually with something that Adam Thompson's asked on Instagram. Aaron, uh, is Saturday not going to be an espresso martini kind of night? (laughs) (laughs) It could well be. I'm catching the bus down there Hmm. and then after the game, I'll let you know what's happening. You're getting the yellow army bus too, aren't you? I am getting a yellow army bus. Rest in peace. Mm. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Well, it depends. If there is espresso martinis anywhere nearby, then I might not make the bus. Is there a barman on the bus? Could be a long walk from Parramatta. Oh, I'll tell you what. I might actually bring a little cocktail shaker and some plastic martini. (laughs) Baby, (laughs) I'm on the bus. On the bus. DIY. The answer is yes. Adam. Adam. Was it Adam? (laughs) The answer is yes. (laughs) 
Uh, Cameron Oxley on Facebook says, first off, congratulations to the boys for making it to the grand final. So proud of the team, no matter what happens on the day. Uh, same. Um, amazing season. On the topic of off-season movements, do you think we should bring back Tommy Rogic to the club now that he's a free agent and if Cummings goes? Bellas. Yeah, not really my kind of choice, and I don't know that he's necessarily Monty's kind of choice, although he probably played with Monty in the grand final year. Um, it's a no for me. He's a luxury yeah. player, really, isn't he? He's, yeah. uh, he doesn't have the sort of work rate or the graft or or um, the guile of, uh, of, a, of a Maxi or a, or a Josh Nisbet, which is what Monty sort of moulds his team around there. So... I don't think um, I don't think Tommy, you know, pay packet notwithstanding, uh, would be the kind of player that we'd target. And you know what? I honestly think he'll probably end up just being the face of the Canberra bid in uh, in twelve months' time. Probably should be, mm. and, who, and justifiably so. And I don't begrudge him that. No, no. Who would we take out? I think is the big question there. And mm. I, I'm not coming up with anybody, to be honest. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know. If rumours f- tend to be end up being true and we don't have the cum dingo, then there are some other possible things and probably not Tommy Rogic for me. Luke, maybe on Facebook, <laughs> obviously this is the best podcast in Australian football, so can we get more regular programming, maybe even a mid-off-season episode? Well, in terms of the mid-off-season episodes, we are mandated to take a uh, an off-season break, and that's mandated by Daddy Townsend and the APL. <laughs> Um, in terms of regular programming, we do apologise that we have been a little bit uh, skew if at times. It has been uh, a tough uh, couple of months uh, for a variety of reasons for, for all of us. But um, yeah, hope uh, appreciate you tuning in, of course, Luke. And uh, yeah, thanks for your kind words. All I can say to that is maybe. <laughs> we will try to be more regular than... Irregular. What more do you want? We've done four episodes in the last five weeks. Come on. All winning all winning pods. <laughs> Remember when there was no such thing as a winning pod? Winning pods are a thing. Oh, I, I, guess, I guess it's nice to have, you know, someone say they want more pods rather than less. Yeah, I'm, I'm, we're all for trying it, but um, there's a lot of families and some of us Life are Life gets in the way, and, work. Yeah, it's all just bullshit all, excuses, but yeah. still. Ben Jones says, I've seen heaps of stuff this week with Laurie McKenna. I know he did a lot for the club, but then he went up the road to that lot up there. Um, I was a bit out of the loop at the time living in Tassie, but how do we feel about him? No judgment on him, just genuinely interested. Ben, ben Wagner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I joke. I joke. Laurie was pretty key to the, you know, the first, what, three or four seasons of the club, so he's probably earned earned respect for that. Is you guys would maybe, know more maybe, than maybe, I do. Maybe he's earned respect, but I think it sort of overshadows what, you know, the people that have been here over the last 10 years, you know, people mm. like yeah. uh, people like Sean and, and Gabby Bowles and, and Carly Carmichael, you know, your media managers in Tyson and DJ and Robbie Chifranek, um and um, and currently Will Makepeace there as well, um, who have slogged their guts out over the last sort of eight years. Um, honestly, yeah, I'd rather be focusing on people like that. Yeah, I think yeah, that's, that's a fair, fair. I think that's a fair call. Um, the the thing is, Laurie deserves credit for everything that he did here, and he is a coasty, and um, you know he's got the coast at heart, regardless of what he did up there at Newcastle. But you're right, Pete. We have lots of people to recognise, and um, Laurie, you know, while he is good community fodder and he's relatively entertaining, etc., then um, yeah, I think that the focus that we have had, which has been on um, the sort of grassroots of our players and uh, even of our people in general is probably where we should be. 
And sorry to anyone else at the club that I didn't mention there, Dan, Shay, uh, bloody, there's all too many of you. <laughs> part-time volunteers. <laughs> all the volleys, yeah, of course. Um, I was only recognising part-time volunteers. <laughs> hey, part-time volunteers. Body. <laughs> no, the full-time volunteers get that. <laughs> um, and of course, Ian Shand, of course. Uh, <laughs> Who? <laughs> oh, oh, Ian. Yeah. Dean Payne, do you think we'll ever get safe standing for Bay 16? Probably not. There has been some talk about it. There I has would been like some it. Talk about I'd it. like it to happen. Um, we have actually improved our lot in life with the stadium. We've trained there a lot recently. We seem to have a you know good relationship going there with our current ownership, management, whatever it is. So I'm going to say yes. I'd like it to happen for sure. We're yeah. going to experience it on Saturday. We'll get a little taste for it, which yeah. is going to be fun. Watch this space. Yeah, That's I think I'll it's say. yes. Michelle Lumby, uh, if it goes to penalties, who are your penalty takers? And do you reckon Danny could pull off a couple of saves? I see no reason why Danny wouldn't be able to make a couple of saves. My five penalty takers would be Cummings first, or do we put Cummings fifth? Is it best penalty taker at fifth or first? First for me, but... Sorry, I'm just going through penalty takers in my head. So you've got. I, I know, it's tricky. It depends. It depends who finishes the game and and, yeah. and everything. But I've got Cummings, Tulio, Silvera, Benny, and uh, and Danny. <laughs> it's a good five, and it's it's probably my choice as well. Maybe, well. maybe Nectar. Well, I have, you seen, have you seen that bloke hit a ball? Yeah, and I want Nectar Fuck. because I expect some sort of good shithousery involved. As I'd well. be afraid he'd put it over though. <laughs> No. No, he's putting no? it through the net, if anything. All right, well, that's what we want then. And uh, if... Um, Does Maxi take a pen? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I'll back him. I preferred the five that were listed myself. Tulio was my first, but I've been predicting Tulio goodness Oh, that was in no season. order, really, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know about the goalkeepers taking them. It didn't work out for us well last time, did it? I think the front four picks itself, but then the fifth one. True. Bear, in, bear in mind that Danny uh, is the only goalkeeper in the A-League to have scored in the A-League as well. Yeah, and I don't mind him. I was watching him do um, some crossbar challenge from near the halfway line on the weekend and they were close. Maybe one <laughs> or two nicks there as well. So He's yeah. always been a frustrated striker. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> Just let me put 10 bucks on Danny to score a winning penalty. Uh, that Should would be well. odds. Yeah, that would be good Gamble odds. Gamble responsibly. No, nah, no penalties. We'll have won it by then. Yep. Kurt Hudson, rigs out for the grand final, <laughs> obviously. Rigs, is that what you call them? <laughs> There'll be a few Rigosaurus Rexes and a few sloppy <laughs> sloppy rigs in there as well. So, I'll just lift up my shirt it. and everything will drop down to the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wayne Richards, there is only one big question to be answered, he says. Is the cum dog staying? Oh, we well, don't by know. all reports, No. Unfortunately, yeah, but we, don't, we don't know. I'm glad that this talk has been squashed before the grand final. Well, it's not being squashed; it's just not being released. Yes. I'm sure everything will be released in terms of player retention and departures after the grand final. So let's just enjoy what we've got while we've got it, and um, then we can farewell them afterwards. He did a good uh, job of keeping a lid on that possibility, though. If he knows he's going, then he did well because yeah. uh, people like me would s- focused on what he w- how he was behaving and what he was doing and. There was nothing seen in public um, that I was able to detect. So his poker face is decent. Mm, mm, in parts. 
Samantha Hardy, what's in store for Mad Monday? Well, we've got to get through Silly Sunday first. Um, Sleeping off a mad hangover and then back to the pub, probably. <laughs> Sleep. Um, <laughs> so Silly Sunday will probably be, well, the team, I believe, will be doing a, um, a return to the coast on Sunday uh, with a bit of an event to be announced. Um, and then um, probably straight to Hotel Gosford till close and then home for a quick kip. And then back to Hotel Gosford, I guess. <laughs> For the rest of the week. Yeah, good chance. I'll be extraordinarily depressed if Eggie doesn't turn up with the same silver-painted dunny suit that he was that wearing. That he had 10 years ago. That he was ago. wearing 10 <laughs> yeah, years ago. Yeah. It's in all my photos. At I miss it. 10 o'clock in the morning <laughs> yeah, at Hotel Gosford. It was I want that. <laughs> absolutely beautiful. God, we had a great week that week. Um, <laughs> and apologies uh, in advance to um, uh, to Luke, maybe, um, as we <laughs> might not end up podcasting next week uh, with the way things are. Podcast from the Gossie Hotel. Any yeah. thoughts on that? Yeah, quite. Quite, quite possibly. Might yeah. just have to record it on my phone. As long as the clinking of glasses is okay in the podcast, I think it's all right. Mm, it's going to be expected. Surely. Uh, Jax Michael, do you reckon it's going to be a good atmosphere at the stadium? Yep, because it's going to be only us creating it. Yeah. I mean, we always make a fair bit of noise down there. The last couple of times that we travelled down there, we um, made big noise. That, the acoustics at Combank are absolutely sensational. And... Um, having everyone together there as an away day essentially but also as a home game by the same token is going to be yeah it's going to make it pretty loud i think so bob dickey wants to know our predictions on crowd numbers from both sets of supporters well it's going to be all us except for what 500 people probably 17 at best 500 Uh, is being very generous yeah but but the three city fans they're boycotting you mentioned earlier so So 497 then Yeah, no, at least 17 City fans and 200 Seagulls. That'll be about it. Mm. <laughs> seagulls made the trip, did they? I think they're City football they're group flying fans. North, flying north for the winter? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that works. They're not City fans. They're City football group fans. City yeah. yeah, there'll be people in Man City jerseys yeah. for sure. Yeah. And Chris Hockman says, after being in hospital for both semifinals, is it acceptable for me to not be in hospital for the grand final? Um, sorry to hear that, Chris. Yeah, um, sorry to hear that. I hope everything's well, but I'm going to have to come over and put you back in hospital for the grand final. <laughs> it's been working for us. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, legitimately hope everything's well, but um, send me your address. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're right, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but don't come in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bandage you outside. <laughs> Over to Twitter, where Cameron Smith. Uh, now, Cameron is uh, our locally based NPL journalist as well. And he said to me on Sunday at the NPL, I've got a question for the pod this week. Cameron wants to play a game. This is painful. Start one, bench one, sell one. Cummings, Tulio, and Silvera. I've got it. I've got it. I'm happy to go first. Go yeah, on then. Go on. Sell one, Cummings because it's likely. Um, start one, Tulio, because how do you not at the moment? Yeah. And by process of elimination, sorry, Sammy, benched. I agree. I'm benching the Cumdingo because he will be peeved about that. So when he does come on, <laughs> he's going to be an absolute legend. He's going to chase everything. Absolute legend. Okay. legend. I don't know anything about the football business. I'm just being hopeful. But um, Tulio, what a player. He is worth so much that I want to sell him. Probably make no money, but want to sell him anyway. And that leaves by process of elimination. Sammy, you're starting, baby. Yeah, right. 
<laughs> interesting. Interesting way of thinking about it. Um, all right. And he's, he's given us an NPL edition as well. Promote one to the A-League side, keep one in the NPL and release one. Your three choices. Cam Windust, Miguel De Pizio, and Lockie Bayless. Oh. Oh. That's tough. I'm going to – well, you're toughing it out. I'm reversing the possible order. Lockie in the A-League. Mm. De Pizio staying. Mm. Cam Windust. Sorry, dude. No. I'm only doing it because he's too young to be um, – the mainstay central defender yet, so yeah, but uh, all players have had to go through that. Dan Hall had to go through that as well. Yes, I, Rolls. Know. I know, so it's not really his fault that he's young. I, jeez, oh, Bayless to A League, Windust to uh, keep in MPL to Pizio. Why would you release Migsy? Kid's a wep. Oh, I don't know. Even, Mo- even Monty a, thinks that. Yeah, it's just yeah. It's a tough question. Um, I hate it. I'm promoting Cam Windus because if Nectar goes overseas... Oh, hang on I, a second. No one told me that condition. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm thinking about this from, from an actual real-life perspective um, with what's likely to happen. That's what I did with the, the, the A-League side one. Um, so promoting Cam Windus. Um, oh, I'm going to... I'm going to keep Lockie for one more year in the NPL before he comes up um, and start introducing him slowly into the A-League side. <laughs> I think that's cheating. I think he's cheating the rules of this game. No, Josh. no, no. I'm playing, it, I'm playing it like I would football manager. And I'm, uh, I'm <laughs> he's s- saving his transfer for later. I'm, I'm selling. I'm selling. I'm not releasing. I'm selling Miguel De Pizio because I'll make bank on him. Oh, fair yeah. enough. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That was tough. That was tough. Mm. That was tough. Um, keep him coming, though. Can't. That was great. Uh, Ross on Twitter says, if and or when Cummings leaves, should we look to bring back Mitchell Duke from Japan? He did mention he'd be open to us all Wanderers. I feel the same way with the Rogage question. I don't think he's the kind of player we need. I don't think he's the kind of player we need. I love Dukey as a, as a person and, and as a footballer as well, but I just don't know he suits what we require. Hmm. Interesting concept. I'm not against the idea. I'm not totally against it. Like I'd be happy if we happy enough if we did. But I'll be honest, I'd rather an LO type. I feel like Duke is pretty settled in Japan as well. Does he want to come home? I'm pretty sure he's just signed another two year deal yeah. over there or another mm-hmm. he's got another year on his deal, but I agree with you, Moz. Yeah. Uh, someone like Allo, um, who has kind of struggled for game time um in the under twenty threes at Stuttgart of late. Um Is there any chance we get Garang back online? Or is it a 0% chance? Like negative. Yeah, that's what I thought. Negative. They'll keep him close by. One can hope. No, don't. Probably championship club, I'd say, for Garang next season, possibly. Don't know, but low as an out-and-out nine. Mm -hmm. Goal scorer. Tulio second striker. Tulio. Yeah, baby. That combination, I don't mind that. Sounds good. I see it. I've been saying it. I've been saying it for weeks. Get it done, Monty. Yes, make it happen. Uh, Caitlin McCown, uh, anyone else finding the lead up to this uh, grand final online or in the media very just meh? Uh, we're in a grand final and no one's really giving a hoot. I, I don't know. It depends what media outlets you follow, I suppose. Because I'm saying 
shot off all their ammo early on because <laughs> there in the first days it was mm. crazy. I was just loving this, you know, avalanche of Mariners stuff coming out of everywhere. Mm. Loved it. But then it has sort of like the week off. petered out a little bit. And the week off has been boring maybe, stories about yeah. old blokes who aren't even playing, retiring and this kind of thing <laughs> um, that were a little less exciting. But still some time yet. I'm hopeful that there's some narratives to be built yet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. about the Mariners. Don't worry about the others. And Ryan's Rovers uh, on Twitter wants to know, was Kalechi John's mutual termination the best bit of business done by any A-League team this season? Now, was that <laughs> mutual termination or did we actually make a buck on him? Because I've heard both. Because hmm. uh, he went remember. over to – he went back to Portugal. Uh, I Por- think we Portugal. made money off I him. I feel that we may have too. He, let he the went other back one to, to uh, be sad in Portugal. Yeah, but he wasn't really sad yeah. <laughs> because he was celebrating that last night he was with us. Mm. He was enjoying himself. So mm. it was happy for him, happy for us. I wouldn't say it's the best bit of business. I'd say us, uh, our acquisition of McGarry uh, is probably an even better bit of business. That one is hard to beat. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, also Tulio signing and the Tulio <laughs> signing. Yeah, that. In fact, we've been doing good business for the last couple of years. Few, I mean, we, few years in, in fairness, we have had a couple gone wrong as well. Like Pulio obviously didn't fit, and, and Kalechi was another one. But uh, Michael Roos was another one as well. But full credit to the club; they've picked up on that quickly and first opportunity. Look at the deals we've done. Made smart decisions. Monty and Sergio Roos, on Roos, fire. The Roos swap yeah. deal for both Wenzel Halls and Theo Harris. Wow. I know. That I was, was another to, swindle. I was about to mention Theo Harris because, I mean, you know, maybe he hasn't, you know, racked up the goals, but he has been effective in every game. Full preseason behind him and Wenzel Halls. Yeah. They'll be looking good. Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. Mm. He, he was great when he came on. He was. So we've leg. done a lot of good business really, haven't we? Yeah, I thought him and Faz was uh, a pretty promising combination. I mean, going back to that crap I was going on about early on about Booker's, about uh, Storm, Trianus, uh, etc. We have been doing a lot of good business when you think about that because, uh, you know, how did Brian Kaltak get more than a song for his wages because <laughs> he had nothing to come here with? Wellington mm. really missed the trick on him because he was playing at Auckland City for couple of seasons and we just you might argue that all, that all the clubs have missed that yeah you know um, because he has definitely i mean his mates same with nectar at well wanderers how did no one at the wanderers see his potential because it's the wanderers yeah he was too young for the wanderers he was too young over to Instagram, where uh, username 68mel71 wants to know, will the team be, be heading good. back to the coast after the game on Saturday to celebrate? <laughs> is that your? Is that Mel Murray? Is that your missus? <laughs> of course. Oh. <laughs> Should have looked. Should have looked. Oh, she loves this, having a little poke, doesn't she? <laughs> yeah, that, that comes from my being a bit disappointed. That's a dig about, at you, yeah, I do. Well, it's, yeah. no, she's trying to make me talk about the fact that I find it slightly disappointing that the boys might celebrate uh, in Sydney. Which I do. I think that's, you know, it's probably not who we are, to be honest. But I get it. And um, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, well, they did in 2013 as well, in fairness. Yeah, that was not exactly – that is a funny story in itself. Well, actually, I guess the different sort of circumstances as well as they had a flight the next day. So. Exactly. <laughs> they, they left to go to Asia and mm. we met them, me and the <laughs> NBN cameraman, when they got back from that mm-hmm. at the stadium. Just the two of us, really. But – but it was good times. But no, that's what Melissa's getting at. So um, fair enough. Yeah. So long story Thanks short. for that, honey. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, NCC1632 on Instagram. Where are the pregame drinks? Ah, we haven't even mentioned the Crown Hotel, of course, on Church Street in Parramatta. Um, nothing been announced officially yet, but keep your eyes across the socials over the next couple of days. It's uh, only a 800 metre walk from the stadium, so once Perfect. we're done there, we can all stagger walk over, over together. It's stagger, yep, that's probably the correct word, yep. Aaron. We'll stagger get there over. nice and early, smash down plenty of their beers, roll over to the stadium. And Mark Jamison on Insta. Oh, mate. I don't think we've got enough time to do this. Um, grand final 11 made up of players from all five grand finals. Our best sort of combined Oof. Mariners grand final 11. We'll come back to you on this. Uh, we'll definitely put a pin in this and circle back. Mark's trying to make sure we're doing a pod after the grand final. You're not related to Scott, are you? Oh. What a shit call. <laughs> Josh is banned from next week's pod. <laughs> No, he's not, and he's not retiring either. Thank God. I met him he's last right. week, so actually I know who he is now, bizarrely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, over to the ccmfans.net forum. Hutto wants to know, day grand final or evening grand final? What's your preference? Uh, Hutto's personally a day, day grand final fan. I don't know. Mm. Can we have some sort of like midway pointers, like a 5 p.m. kickoff? Or? Personally, I like the 7.45, but, you know. I'll cop the 745, yeah. but you're onto it, Pete. Mm. I'm a five o'clock grand final I person. I don't mind More either time way. To get junk. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really dig the 3 p.m. grand finals, but it's too early, too hot, too early. Because mm. um, they, well, they were previously Sunday 3 p.m. I think they? we have Four. had them Sunday at four, weren't they? Till a couple of years ago. Mm. Um, don't know, it's been a while. Um, <laughs> ten, been ten we haven't been keeping tabs on when the grand finals on. <laughs> Uh, Haven't can, needed to. <laughs> can normally cancel my uh, my Foxtel or Paramount subscription before then, but yeah. <laughs> um, Bikini Girl on the forum wants to know: Do you think the grand final party could have been a success if held at an accessible time in an accessible location? So obviously, the APL, in their infinite wisdom, are hosting a. Uh, uh, a day before grand final, a grand final eve party, I guess you could call oh. it, at Moore Park um, on the Friday at like 4 p.m. Why? or 2 yeah, p.m. Right. or something like that. Um, I'm going to say no, I don't think it'll be a success regardless because of the absolute dumpster fire that the APL is. Maybe, oh. maybe, 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 maybe if they did something in each of the cities, so if they did one on the coast and one in Melbourne the night before, um, you'd probably get a few sort of bandwagoners, hangers-on and things like that. I think there would be probably a lot of the more sort of, I don't want to say hardcore fans, but a lot of the people that are, were planning on boycotting originally would boycott this event. <laughs> and, As they should. <laughs> and I've got Friday off work. I've got, I've got nothing to do. Um, I could easily go down there. Am I going to? Fuck all chance. No way. It's just disconnected, like the APL are from the fans. Why would you have a pre-grand final party? How many of a kilometres away from the stadium where it's actually being played? Because being in, it's in Moore Park, it's not even in Parramatta, at 2pm on a Friday. Fuck out of here. <laughs> it's probably five minutes from Danny's house. <laughs> Personally. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, Could you? Uh, uh, uh. Probably should have had it in Brisbane. Or Adelaide. Why, why not? Or maybe even if they had have announced it before that, you know, people booked their accommodation for the Saturday night in Parramatta. Yeah. Crikey. Yeah. 
Dumpster fire was right. Oh, dumpster fire is kind. Exactly. Plus the fucking cider dumpster fire. Uh, um, who's your tip for the Marsden medalist? Tulio. Yeah, I'm going Tulio as well. <laughs> it's either Tulio or Caltech. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, good. Triantis. Mm. I hope so. Mm. Don't hate it. Bumps up his value for the off-season transfer. All for it. Yeah. An extra 100k on the, the transfer. The, the value, transfer not the thing. off-season transfer. <laughs> I'm all for that. Uh, ads on the forum wants to know, without going too far down the rabbit hole, uh, this is that's a way to preface it. Um, if the FFA were still in charge, do we think the grand final would still have been sold out Sydney? I think Jimmy sort of mentioned, Jimmy mentioned it before. This, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so probably not. No. Uh, would the FFA have succeeded in achieving the Bayern Munich All Stars game? I'm going to go ahead and say yes, or at least they would have had a backup plan. Yeah, yeah, they would have succeeded. Um, Post grand final, what does the APL need to do to get rid of the stench of failure? Oh, I can think of one pretty key thing. Is that just another name for Townsend? Stench mm. of failure. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Bin him and sanitise yeah. his office. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And anyone who has associated with him or spoken to him from the organisation recently, get rid of them <laughs> as well. It's <laughs> contagious. They're tainted. <laughs> <laughs> and don't bring in another Sydney CEO either. No, don't, yeah, just burn it to the ground. Uh, and Sid Mariner uh, finally wants to know if there's any plans for a Yellow Army march from the pub to the ground. There's nothing um, that's been sort of formally planned. Um, it'll be uh, just a procession or a movement of people, not at any particular or specific time. I nearly said spiticular. Spiticular. <laughs> that's a mm. good one. Mm. Spiticular. Is that a cooking utensil? <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Lauren, where's my spaticular? <laughs> Pass me the spaticular. It's in the dishwasher. We don't have a dishwasher. We've got no clean spaticular. <laughs> You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. Well, that is just about all we have time for on this week's episode of the Coast Football Ramble podcast. Uh, Ahead of the big one, the big dance this weekend uh, down at Combank Stadium, fellas. Um, We're we're there again. We're back. Where we belong. (laughs) 100%. Yeah, the, the camaraderie, the vibe, everything about the squad at the moment is just... Absolutely sensational. And, um, yeah, I'm a little bit lost for words. The for, ultimate for reward is nearly in, within our reach. One more game. One more to go. Hashtag C-O-Y-Y. Get it, get it trending. I think we're, you know, there's something about us. Mm. You saw it in A-League All Access. We saw the completely uninspirational speech by Carl Vick where he said believe about a thousand times but didn't believe any of his beliefs. No. Whereas Monty's was inspirational and the players were clearly keyed into that and, Mm. you know, even pumbling Dobbo because Mm. he didn't announce that he was his his birthday. birthday. This is how close these blokes are. Yeah. You saw it after the game. Um, the crowd is just getting into that little moment with them at the moment. There's so much on the up and up for us. And uh, look at um, last week's Access All Areas, was it, where Rado Vitisic was on and it was absolutely bad shit. 
I think we're going to thrive because our fans are going to dominate, which obviously shouldn't have happened because the game should be in Melbourne, of course. But I think the players will be thriving on the atmosphere that we're going to create and that hopefully he's going to get us over the line and beat the bloody oil merchants. We would have only been outnumbered in Melbourne if, if Victory fans came. <laughs> yeah, but Victory um, fans would have been there to support us. Exactly. It so wouldn't that would have been the first a, time that would have been a either. sea of navy mm. with yellow. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Um, I've said it the last few years, but I'll say it again. And uh, something special that's been building for the last couple of years at this club, and it really feels like it's sort of culminating uh, this weekend. So if you haven't got a ticket, what the hell's wrong with you? Um, get one now. Get down to para. Um, it's going to be huge. Yeah, there still will be some tickets, so get one. Mm. Plenty, plenty left. No apparently. excuses this weekend. I reckon we'll end up selling it. So We'll be close. We'll mm. be close. But mm. um, one more time, we go again this weekend. Fellas, absolute pleasure as always. And ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for tuning in. Uh, until next time, it's love you. See ya. Bye. Yeah, uh, that pretty much wraps that up. Um, the entire podcast. Why are we talking no. about the Tifo? <laughs>